think our first 15 minutes was phenomenal, and then the rest of it has been okay. That's our theme. Our first 15 minutes is phenomenal, and the rest is okay. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Stupid Single, the podcast featuring Chelsea, L Dubs, and LT. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, ladies. Clink. Because it was plastic against glass, so I had to make Clink. the sound effect. Uh, what are we drinking tonight, girls? Um, I have trans- transitioned from wine. <laughs> that sounded Trans- bad. Trans- <laughs> I transitioned the plains. I have transitioned from wine to the classic white girl vodka cranberry. And I have stuck with a traditional cab because I am a weak ass bitch. The bitch loves a red wine, okay? The bitch loves a red wine. Very good. And I myself am also indulging in some vodka cranberry. Cheers to that, LT. Cheers to that. Very much cheers. Clink. Clink. <laughs> um, so for our listeners who don't know this, LT is joining us via smartphone because she is not in the same state as me and L-Dubs. Um, should we do like an introduction thing? Like, hi, I'm Chelsea and I am single because I have a hard time mingling. All right, LT, your turn. Oh, Chelsea, you stole mine. But <laughs> I am LT and I am single because, well, half the time it's because I want to be and half the time it's because no one else wants <laughs> to be. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? That didn't even make any sense. So she's for all of you listening. She's a great catch. Don't believe that. She's like a solid seven and a half. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's a great say. number coming from a four. <laughs> um, and Chelsea, then, come on, you're a solid five. Oh, on a good day when I wear makeup, <laughs> when I put the push up on. Um, no, not today. I haven't worn a bra in a week. So it's <laughs> I the video chats, those like conference calls and zooms. They all come to, like, above the nip line, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the nip line gets a lot lower when you're not wearing a bra, so it could well, be yeah, a pretty wide screen. I also hear, though, that not wearing a bra really does build the muscle muscle in anyone's chest, and so I'm, I'm hoping for... Is that a fact? Yeah. The, no. work, the work from home life is good for all sides of wellness. <laughs> yes. All eight dimensions. All eight dimensions. Except for financial, because we've been buying a lot of alcohol. Of titty wellness. Of titty wellness. Eight dimensions. Of titty wellness. <laughs> well-being. Well-being, sorry. This is the third time this week I've gone to the store to get alcohol for the next two weeks. So, I'm set. Is that real or was that a meme? Um, all of the above. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go. L-Dubs, you're not going to tell us why you're single? Oh, no, I will. I will. Um, my name is L-Dubs. I'm single because, uh, I haven't really lived in any place to get it attached enough, so I'm Aww. always, always looking for the next place, and I'm like, ah, what's the point? Oh, she made that deep. That's real. That's really sad. I was just trying to be funny. Same. Sorry. Right. I thought it was going to be a little funny, and it turned out really sad, so. So. That was a little bit, yeah. Now we've but. decided our personalities for this podcast. <laughs> LT, the positive spin. Uh, Chelsea. Trying to be funny and failing miserably. And L-Dubs bringing us back to reality. Can I say that I'm single because I just don't take no shit and all men give a lot of shit? Yeah, that's fine. I'll men change are it to that. Shit. Wag your finger. Yeah, sorry. I'm wagging my finger. Don't take no shit, ladies. All right, girls. Welcome to season one, episode one, ten-part ma- series 
of the podcast we made during COVID-19 that either will make us super famous or we will get fired because of this. So welcome to Stupid Single, season one, episode one. As I say, it's up to you to decide, viewers (laughs) or listeners. Listeners, they can't view what, I don't think anyone wants to see what's happening. I say as I open my wine and drink from it. We just discussed the whole work from home, what it's done to our appearance, so. No viewers, please. No viewers. I'm going to have to get a new drink at this point. Like, we've already exhausted my drink that I got at the beginning. Okay, so I'm going to break it down for the listeners real quick. (laughs) That our podcast, at every beginning of this wonderful experiment between friends that may not remain friends by the end of the week. Hashtag Corona. Um... (laughs) Our podcast will start with our swipe of the day. Has everyone brought their swipe of the day? Their swipe right or swipe left? LT, you got yours? Yes, I do. Okay. I don't want to go first. I'm nervous. <laughs> You're nervous? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. I'll go, I'll go first with a solid mediocre one. It's fine. I'll set the tone. All right, so this was a, this was a swipe right. So my first swipe of the day will be a swipe right. Keep the optimism, as LT's an remind accurate. Me, remind me about the swipe right, swipe left. Swipe right is good. I'm worried about you. Should you be on this podcast? <laughs> well, I just, I'm, only on certain, I'm only on certain dating apps. I'm not on, like, the typical, like, Tinder and stuff. Yeah, swipe right is a yes, and swipe left is a no. Um, let's hear from L-Dubs about her wonderful... I don't know what it is, but I'm going to just call it wonderful because L-Dubs thrives on the bump, which is not a shortened version of a dating app that you might know. We should definitely not call it the bump. I think that's that's a hard no. That's a hard no. So my swipe of the day is, in fact, a swipe right. Um, now, I'm a type of person that uh, I don't just look at the first photo. I like to scroll through the entire profile. I like to get to know people. I like to talk to people. I like to know about you, about who you are. I like to talk to people. It's a problem. Um... So I'm going to look at your diver. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Deep. I have a scuba license. In fact, you are a deep diver. I I like that. That is L dubs. New nickname is deep diver. Hashtag deep diver. I'm going to veto that hashtag deep diver. That's a little bit rough. Who doesn't like it deep though? So don't give me that. Um, (laughs) anyway. Okay. (laughs) All right. getting, Getting back to the story. Um, so, you know, I like to scroll through the profile. So this, this specific swipe right of my day, um, his, his first photo, it was good. It was good. So it kept me looking. I was like, okay, I'm gonna read your bio. His bio had some funny in it. And if you can make me laugh, I'm always going to give you another chance. His second photo was him sprawled out like belly flopped on a swan, one of those blow up swans on a lake, you know, those blow up was it that... a lake size one or was it a pool size one? Oh no. Both? Oh no, it was a lake size one. I appreciate it. It was reference. a massive swan uh that he was sprawled out on on this lake. So sprawled swan. Sprawled swan. So naturally, uh me when I started talking to him was, you know, a little bit tipsy. So when I'm a little bit tipsy and trying to talk to people, I get a little bit more bold. Um I try to be a little bit more funny. She was drunk. Okay, maybe. Um so my opening line to him was Wow, I love your swan. What's its name? Right? Iconic. Simple and iconic. Um, Immediately, he responds with Nina Sayers. Nina Sayers. I don't know. I I didn't know what that was. First, I was like, huh? And then I Googled it. So if you want, listeners, if you want to. Was it his ex-girlfriend? It was not. Plot twist. It was not his ex-girlfriend. If you want to take out your phones now and Google Nina Sayers, I will spoil it for you. 
No one on this podcast, unfortunately, has seen the movie Black Swan. It is Natalie Portman's character's name in Black Swan. That's fucked up. Nina Sayers <laughs> was the name of his swan. That was incredible. He won me over from that moment. I just Googled it, and you're right. It is. LD, <laughs> I just Googled it. So if you were lying to us, you failed because we all have smartphones. So got him. That's because you're like almost Gen Z. So, no, the other way around. What's the older one? Gen X. Gen X. Oops. Okay, people, I am hardcore middle of the road millennial. Okay. Saying that I'm not because I have some older tendencies, but that is incorrect. (laughs) Their assessment. Older tendencies. What are your older tendencies, LT? Well, for instance, I only have one dating app. Like, that's just not something I'm like highly inclined to do. I'm not highly inclined to do a lot of other technological things. Wait, uh, do you, <laughs> other technological things? Oh, <laughs> grandma's suffering. I am on only a few of the dating apps, and so like the ones that do the swiping, I'm just not on them anymore because I'm a little bit older, and that's just... What are you on? Like, there's only one app that doesn't have swiping. It's like a universal thing at this point. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Elda. That is a very southern Midwestern thing. I have not faced that problem since moving to California. But, like, that is a very regional issue, and oh. I love it and miss it. Oh, no. We can talk about, we can make an entire episode about the regional differences on dating apps, and I would love to do that episode at some point. But, LT, let me posit you this question. So, you said every photo is camera. Like, are we talking, like, five out of six? We can give them a chance? Five out of six camo pictures? Are you really running into... I've never lived in the state of Alabama, so are we talking every photo's camo? Well, so I think that it's different. So, I mean, if you look cute in camo, then I'll think about it. If we're, if we're talking, like, a level of, like, hey, if you're committed to your wardrobe being camo, then we're going to have a problem. All I'm saying is that I do appreciate fishing. Like, that's all. I have two fishing rods in my closet that I just simply never use, and so having interest in those things... It's nice, but, like, all these pe- people that just post, like, only photos of camo, that's just a little off-putting. All right. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate your entry into our today's swipe left, swipe right, swipe of the day. My swipe of the day is, in fact, a hard and noteworthy swipe left. Ooh. It is timely. It is relevant. It will not matter probably in three months from now. Unless the apocalypse happens and then nothing's going to matter. So whatever, fuck it. Um, my swipe left goes out to not one, but every single freaking account that does a GD, which is goddamn. I don't know why I censored myself. Coronavirus pickup line. If I get another, is that hand sanitizer in your pants or are you just happy to be six feet away from me? I'm going to strangle someone. 
Chelsea, do you know what? You can't spell quarantine without U-R-A-Q-T. Okay? Okay. As far as profiles go, it is fine if you have, like, something in your bio. But if every fucking message is about, like, let me put my corona up your 19. I don't know. That's a bad one. Whoa! (laughs) That's forward. That was just aggressive, and I haven't gotten that one yet, so I don't know why I put it. (laughs) So it's just uh, you. You're the problem. I am the problem. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. You're complaining about being the problem. I'm complaining. I want some decent pickup lines. I want to be objectified. Our definitions of decent pickup lines are extremely different is what I just learned at this moment. <laughs> have we not discussed this before? We have not. Like, I want to be objectified, but made to feel beautiful. Luckily, I'm, like, right in the middle of both of y'all. Like, I... <laughs> Like a little hanky panky, <laughs> but I also. But uh, you also call it hanky panky. <laughs> LT is an extreme catch. Let me like, just tell you, listeners, an extreme catch. If LT had better eyebrows, she'd be a nine. Okay, Chelsea, I've been working on it. They don't look like sperm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, we have to explain this because she just flat out said it, but like. I was, we were drunk one time and talking and I was like, I have to, no, 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 back. Let me finish. And then you can tell your side because this is something that needs both sides of the story. When we were drunk and drinking, I looked at her and I was like, LT, can I be honest with you? And you're like, fucking duh. Not like that because she doesn't talk the way I do. But I was like, you are so beautiful, but like you draw on your eyebrows and you need to work on it better because they legit look like fucking semen, like sperm swimming across your face, trying to connect and find the egg. But like, besides the sperm eyebrows, which legit are an issue that she has been working on, and I'm very proud of her for her. Yeah, this was an extreme tangent that was, uh, I don't even know how to address it. Well, it is LT's turn. We were driving across the country. Moving Chelsea to California. I forgot about that part. I pulled out my tweezers, and Chelsea goes, what are you doing? I was like, well, I mean, I'm not fucking doing anything else besides just riding this car. I'm going to tweet my eyebrows. I'm in, I'm in the middle of this, and Chelsea's like, Lord, can I tell you something? <laughs> she didn't even do it, like, in a club when you were drunk? Just wait, on the side of the road. I wait, wait, we're oh, gonna no. pause real quick. I thought I said this when we were drinking. I didn't realize we said this on the road. Now I feel even worse. I said it sober. Oops. Oh no, yeah, we were we were between Abilene and El Paso, Texas. I remember it vividly because it had been like six hours from Abilene, and that's where my mom is from, and that's where I'm originally from. And <laughs> we're like six hours, like holy shit, when is El Paso gonna get here? And I was like, well, I might as well tweeze my eyebrows. So I'm like. Tweezing my eyebrows, and she goes, Lord, can I tell you something? I said, Sure, Chelsea, and I had no clue what this was about. Because if you know Chelsea, who the fuck knows what that could be about?
not love your eyebrows. Okay, I'm working on it. I think that they really filled in. They actually do look a lot better. I think with the, like, harder, you know, okay, so just awkwardly describing an eyebrow, you have that, like, nub. Everyone has that nub, like, that big chunk in the front. And, like, I think you're trying to, like, thin it out without losing the nub, and you you thin it too much. You need it to be, like, a fade. It's a hard cut right now. I know. I've been working on it since you said that. Yeah, I like it a lot. They don't look like sperm. They look like eyebrows. Um, they're still a little... They're more like paddles, like oars of a ship. Okay, um, we're getting on a real hard tangent. To be fair, I feel honored because um, not two weeks ago when she was possibly drunk, Chelsea told me everything that was wrong about my face as well. Oh, God, yeah. She told me some very nice things right before that. That I couldn't believe anyone that came out of anyone's mouth. But then she she told me what was wrong with my face. So Dude, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you, Elda. That, that actually meant a little bit more from Chelsea coming in like from a sober voice. Just because. Like, <laughs> we so much together. And it's fun. And it's great. And we have a great relationship. And we're on, I honestly believe that we're pretty like vocal with each other. Like if there's something that we need to talk about. But <laughs> then when she told me that, I was like, well, fuck. Do my eyebrows look like sperm? <laughs> <laughs> they do. How about we won't upload photos of ourselves, but we will upload a photo of your eyebrow, and we will take a poll on Twitter to decide. I have enough photos with you. I will fucking crop your eyebrows. No, because my eyebrow, in and of itself, yes, it looks like sperm. <laughs> <laughs> your face is hot. I think it looks your face is hot. People won't understand. But if they focus solely on the eyebrow, they'll be like, oh, that's that's what she's talking about. That's sperm. Okay. So we are going to start talking about today. So the theme, every episode will have a theme. In case you didn't know, that's how podcasts work. Welcome to the internet, listeners. And today's theme, we are going to be talking about, what are we talking about, LT? Oh, wait. We are talking about... The worst dates we've ever had. Oh my god, I'm dead with you. Only one bullet of the entire episode. I worked really hard on this with L Dubs, and LT is like. Okay, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Chelsea, what do you want me to do? Just love me and talk to me. But, like, legit, what is the worst date you've ever had? Oh man, there's a lot of them now that I think about it. Uh, I think I just kind of brush them off, and so I just, like, oh, that was bad, and move on. Um, but I think. One that's standing out in my mind is the one time I got catfished. Catfishing's fucked up, but okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm getting well, up. I, I truly believe I was catfished. I don't know if it was a fact or if it was just like a really old picture on the, the social day. But like, I, I truly believe like posting an old picture like that doesn't look like you anymore, that counts as catfishing. There is a point where if you alter your photos so much, you're catfishing someone. I can't, I can't agree. I think if somebody wants to use a filter, use a filter, but don't change the way you look. I mean, Chelsea. I, <laughs> excuse me, Chelsea. I'm a good did you call. not? Did you not just say to me, not earlier today, that you facetune every one of your photos? Okay, I'm going to get called out for this shit. There is a difference. Yes, okay. There is a difference between... So here's the fun fact of my life. I have this chron- chronological... What's that thing called? Chronic. Chronic. No, it's when you inherit it. Genetic? Genetic? I don't know. I have this issue with my face where if I'm really drunk... That it's beautiful? 
great. Oh, that was really sweet. I, you know what I'm about to talk about. You know what I'm about to talk about. LT, L dubs, you know what I'm about to talk about. You know what this is. I've shared it with both of you. It's the fucking penis vein. I, they're, <laughs> they are laughing because this is the greatest crisis of my life. This is my downfall. If I lose all the weight, if I work out every day, if I become fucking Chrissy Teigen, I will still be cursed with the penis vein. So in case you're wondering, what does that mean? She likes dick. Why doesn't she like penis veins? No, no, no. When she I She enjoys a good penis vein when it's on a penis. When I... When it's not on her, on her head. Yeah, on my head. When I drink... Well, not the penis on my head. My head has a vein. When I drink a lot, or if I'm upside down for a little bit, or I don't know why I am. Chelsea, if, why are you upside down? Life gets interesting. Or if you work out, or like any type of... <laughs> Any type of exercise or physical exertion, like, I don't know, sex, I get a massive, like, fucking inch thick protrusion. It is like the center of my forehead pops out like a crazy person. I get a penis vein down the center of my forehead. Is my nemesis, besides Dinkelberg. Yeah, and yeah, Chelsea, I agree with you. I don't think that it's quite an inch wide, but like, either way, that it's, it's a vein that you can see. It's a solid two eighths. Like, don't yeah. talk about being an inch. Yeah, like, We're like men talking about a penis. It's not. It's not fucking four inches. I will facetune the shit out of that to smooth out my penis vein. Well, Chelsea, I think some of it, too, though, is that that's not a normal part of your face. Like, it just kind of, like, happens irregularly. And so, like, dude, whatever. If you're if it's in pictures and you've been exercising or whatever, like, just go with it. Also, there are literal celebrities that I know that point out their penis veins as well. Yeah, they're called porn stars. Nope, nope. One by the <laughs> name... One extremely amazing human by the name of Kristen Chenoweth. She does not have a penis vein in her forehead. I could be making that up, but I definitely have seen a soul. <laughs> she has veins in her face, but Kristen Chenowitz does not go, Hey guys, this is the penis in my... I can't fucking do a Kristen Chenowitz voice. Yeah, we probably are going to have to cut that out, but um, no, she's definitely pointed out the vein in her forehead before on social media. It's 100%. not like mine. It's not. Anyway, let's go back to your catfish story because we need to keep this to less than an hour. My catfish story has a little bit to do with uh, the talk about your penis vein. I mean, in, in no way, shape, or form can I connect those two right now, but... <laughs> okay, so um, I met someone on, like, a social dating app, and we were getting along. It was like we were texting for a couple days, and it was like, well, let's... Just meet up. That'd be fun. And we had similar interests in sports and beer. Um, anyway, so we met for a beer before, and we had hockey tickets. The gentleman that I met at the beer joint before the hockey game was not necessarily the person that I had expected. Um, and so I just kind of went with it. Like, I didn't want to judge someone because I don't know them. Don't be vague about it. Like, tell us. You're like, oh, they weren't exactly. I remember this because I was still in Alabama when you told me this story. You were like, this guy was so attractive, so good looking. When you rolled up, he was like 300 pounds heavier, greasy and fucking smelly, and covered in hair. Wow. Okay, so maybe, 
maybe I was being a little dramatic, so I wouldn't say 300 pounds heavier, maybe like 100 pounds heavier. He was definitely A hundred pounds! hundred pounds is pretty significant. And greasy and smelly! Okay, so I, I hear what you're saying, but the optimist to me, like, I don't want to judge people by the way that they look, and unfortunately, social media and, like, all this, all of these dating platforms make us do that. Um, yes, yes. I'm on board. I hear you. But I think that, so I wanted to give him a chance. So I had a couple beers with him before the hockey game, and I still went to the hockey game. And he was very sweet. He was very, he, he had a lot of interest that I just don't have. And so it was a moment that was like, I don't think this is going to work out. But, like, I was willing to, like. Get catfished. Get catfished, yeah. And I think that that's, like, a great topic for the rest of the country and if not the world of, like, what do you do when you walk up to something that is maybe a virtual connection and you're trying to make it face-to-face, but you maybe not get what you want to see out of it? And I, me, the optimist, I just want to pull every moment and just really try to connect, like, really try to see what this person's about because I think that most of our life is not revolving around looks. It's it's revolving around the time that we spend together and who we're actually spending that with. Um, and so that's why I kind of commend the my co-host here that I really appreciate all of them. But it's also like, let's go find some connections that are maybe not all physical. No, fucking bullshit. Like, it's catfishing end of story. Like, you lose your privilege to go from virtual to reality. Just be honest if you can't find someone who likes you for who you are then don't fucking bother with them i cannot condone someone who fucking (laughs) lies starts off wrong like that's fucking bullshit they're not real i i think that you have a really great point and i'm sorry to cut you off elves but um i think that you gotta look at it from multiple dimensions of this itch so like say which i'm not but like say i'm just like a drop dead 10 out of 10 Maybe 12 out of 10, and I can't find someone that is down to earth that I can connect with beyond my looks. Like, is that even, what if, what if I post a couple pictures of people that are not me, or like maybe some like quote-unquote bad pictures of me, but it's like, what happens to those that are wanting to connect on more of an emotional level and maybe just are unable to? I think there's a degree to which you can get over it, right? Because like, I totally hear you on the like, um, maybe they posted some old photos and they gained some weight and they don't love how they look right now. And they looked that way a year or two ago. Like I totally get that. So then it just becomes like a, a what degree is it? Cause it's like, if you've like, you know, when we talk about exaggeration previously, if it's like 300 pounds, okay, that's a significant difference in what we're talking about here. But if it's like a, okay, like I can see that you're not the same person you were in that photo, but you're you're there, you're a similar person, like, okay, let's finish the date, let's, maybe we have that emotional connection, because maybe it's not all about the physical, maybe it was at first when I see you on a dating app, but then let's find out if there's an emotional connection where we can, like, bridge that physical gap, so I think it's, I think it's a balance, which is the cop-out answer, but. I appreciate that, Laura, I think that, I didn't mean it in any means by, like, a cop-out answer. It was just, like, in the moment, I would much rather somebody show up than be shut up. No, I would agree with that, too, though. And I think that goes back to, like, what's a bad date? I'd rather have a bad date than be stood up by a date. I 100% agree. Going back to my whole, like, I read through a whole profile, 
someone shows up and they don't look exactly the same, I'm still going to be like, oh my God, where are you from? What do we have in common? Let me talk to you about your entire life story. Like, that's not going to phase me, unfortunately, even though it probably should. I'm going back to being... And maybe that's why we're stupid and single. (laughs) (laughs) We're stupid and single because we want to go on these bad dates. Maybe it's because I'm shallow. I would, the only reason I'd rather go on a bad date is because then I know it's not my fault, it's their fault. But when I'm stood up, I'm like, oh, they didn't like me. And then it's my fault, like a thousand percent. But at the same time, nah, fuck y'all. Give up on catfishes. They're, they're lying to you. Relationships need to be built on truth and trust and dick. Well, so L-Dubs, do you have a story for us? Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna ask Chelsea if she had a good <laughs> bad date story. I could. Uh, LT, you actually remember this one because I was living in Alabama. Which, first off, let me give you a backup real quick. I'm not Southern, as you can tell from my wonderful, ambiguous accent, American accent. <laughs> Um, but I did, I have lived in the South for about half my life, but while I was in Alabama, I was not so successful with these Southern gents and it was really frustrating. It might be because of my potty mouth and the way I behave and general overall demeanor, but whatever. Um, I got set up on a date by my best friend's boyfriend who was a personal trainer. It was his client. And I don't know if you've met me because you guys are listeners and you probably haven't actually met me, but I love talking and I love talking about myself. So spoilers. They know this. They've heard the podcast. Well, they've heard about a few, like 30 minutes of it. They're fine. But spoiler, I do love talking about myself. So they were like, Chelsea, you need to go on a date with this guy. Like worst case scenario, you get free food and you have a good conversation about yourself. And I was like, down, yes. I agreed to go on the date and then I got his name, got his number, texted him. And then I saw a picture of him and being a shallow bitch, to be honest, I saw the picture and I was like, oh, hell no. And I was pissed at my best friend's boyfriend. I was like, you think that's my standards? And then everyone called me out and they're like, Chelsea, be nice. Don't be a fucking bitch. He's like, give it a shot. And I was like, there's a difference between a two and a four. And I'm a solid four and a half. And he was a solid two. We've already discussed it's at least a five or a five and a half. Okay, I'm a, I'm a solid five and a half, and this was a two. So, but we had a lot in common, according to my best friend's boyfriend, the personal trainer, the PT. According to the PT, we had a lot in common. So I was like, you know what? A, f- a five can maybe sleep with a two if we have a lot in common. So <laughs> that's my standard. Them's the rules? Them's the rules. Them's the rules. So I get his number, I text him, we set up a date, he invites me to dinner, we're going to this actually like really nice restaurant, well, okay, first he says, do you want to go bowling or do you want to go to dinner Um, on Friday at five? And I'm not going to work, so I was like, how about six? I'd be fine, we can go wherever you want, and he recommends this really swanky place. So I leave work like 30 minutes early. So I can go home and actually look nice to go to this really nice restaurant on a river. Like, I'd never been there because it's way out of my price range. 
Um, really excited. Get there to meet him. And we were matching, which was really obnoxious. Like, my dress was the same color as his shirt. No! But, I know. But he didn't have a reservation. This is, like, the second, if not the nicest place in a 100-mile radius. You need a reservation. And he didn't realize that on a Friday night. So we wait till our table's ready with no good conversation. Just... I thought Chelsea's the initial problem was that you didn't plan ahead and meet him at the bar to already have a drink. Even if he had a reservation, you can take your drink to the table. Okay. okay we're drinking on this. You gotta be properly lubricated. Wait, wait. She's correct. No, that is a great question. First off, I definitely had a shot before I went. Second off, you're right. I asked if we could sit at the bar. I told him. I was like, can we just sit at the bar? And he goes, oh, we'll wait for a table. Oof. Do not doubt that I will always ask for the bar. So he said, no, let's wait for our table. And it was really frustrating. So we get to the table, blah, blah, blah. He was rude to our waitress. Huge red flag. It's a hard no. He, I ordered, I waited for him to order a drink first because I was like, you know, I don't know him. This is the South. Some people don't fucking drink. He's paying for a really nice meal. I'm going to wait to see what he gets before I order like a glass of wine. Like, I don't know. He orders a rum and coke, so obviously I get a wine. I finish my wine before the appetizer gets there because I'm already struggling. And he orders, like, six appetizers and takes, like, two bites of each, which is an issue. But then let's keep going. He starts talking about himself a lot, like nonstop, just on and on and on. And there's a point where, like, I'm trying to give him some information about myself. Like, he's talking about how he works for a car company. He went to Germany. They had to train him over there. I was like, oh, I love Germany. I actually took eight years of German language, like, high school, college. He goes, okay, cool. And he keeps talking. Like, just all about himself. This boy will not stop. And I am trying to help him. Like, just ask one question about me. It's a first date. Like, he is talking about how, I was like, oh, so what was your favorite part about being in Europe? Did you travel? He hated Europe. Huge red flag. Like, no. He was talking about the only country he liked was England because they spoke English. And I was, like, really offended as someone who loves culture and, I don't know, anything other than America. Anyway, Uh he was upset that he couldn't find anywhere that spoke English. And I was like, oh, I've never been to England, but I've been to Ireland. Have you been before? He, no, I've never been to Ireland. Goes back off to how England has good beer. And I was like, not going to ask me about my trip to Ireland? Nothing? No? Okay, let's keep talking about yourself. He goes on about how he hates beer. Another red flag. What? No. Any man I am with needs to enjoy beer. So he hates beer. And then he says the worst thing, like the worst thing of the entire date. He said, the only good beer I've ever had was in Germany. That's not the part that's bad. He goes, they only make it in Germany, and it's called a Hefe Wissen. He doesn't know what a Hefeweizen is, and he doesn't know we have it in America, and I am dead. So, Chelsea, I love that you brought the story because you're right. I do remember, I actually met you right after the state, and I recall how <laughs> funny it was. Like, I texted you, like, how's it going? And you were like, OMG, like, trying to be really short because you were trying to be appropriate towards your date. Because I think that's nice to be respectful and not text during the date. But 
some level, though, you're like, holy shit, get me the fuck out of here. Like, do I need to call? Do I need to, like, come get you? Like, did he? Did you ride with him? Like, all that stuff. And then we met at the bar afterwards, and oh my goodness, you were talking so much, but it's so funny because I remember that you said that you couldn't talk for, like, two hours, and I was like, oh, that's why she's talking so much, is because you couldn't talk for, like, two hours. I was literally there from, like, six to eight. Like, and I said maybe 10 words. It was so frustrating for me as a human being. And, like, I'm not even to the weird shit yet. Like, the heffy vision was a big red flag. And that was at the beginning of the date. He legit, so the waitress, we were there forever. The waitress comes and puts the check on the table. And he will not pay it. He keeps talking. And I was like, it got to the point where I was like, the waitress came back, like, three times. I was like, do you want to split this? Do you want me to get it? I don't mind. It's fine. He goes, no, 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 no. I'll pay for it. I was like, why are we still sitting here? But I didn't say that because I'm being polite. I was like, um, so do you want dessert? What do you want to do? And he goes, well, we can't go bowling and points at me because I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> Which he had asked me, do you want to go bowling or to dinner? And I said dinner. Is that the next step in an Alabama date? Bowling? Is that the traditional step? I don't know. <laughs> Please don't put these structures on Alabama. It's the South in general. We can we can label that. I've had bad dates in New Jersey as well, so we can discuss those if you would like. (laughs) But like, this is just the most recent one. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. And like, immediately as soon as I got out of that date, which was like suffering and pain, and there's so much more we can talk about. Like, just. It was so weird. I immediately get in my car, and the first person I call is the PT, my best friend's boyfriend. And I call him. He doesn't answer. So I call her. She answers the phone. She goes, oh, my God, how was your date? And I said, does your boyfriend fucking hate me? (laughs) And she felt so bad. And I went off on the date, and and he was really mad. He mentioned at one point in the night, he mentioned that her boyfriend, the PT, told him to go and talk to other girls at the gym and just start hitting on strangers. And he never said that. He was like, I would never tell one of my clients to start picking, hitting on strangers as they're doing their workout. Like, that was also another thing he said. He said, I'm so glad he said this date was set up for us that I was introduced to you because I can't talk to women at the gym because they're so attractive. But it's easy to talk to you. Nope. Send me to hell because it would be better than where I am now. Okay, well, here's what I can say about my bad day. I can, like, sum mine up in a lot less words than y'all did, and I think I can do that. It was, all right, we were, like, I had I had just moved to, the new pla- to a new place, and this was, like, the first date I went on. So I was, like, cool, I'm jumping in, I'm getting with it, whatever. I couldn't believe it. What, like, a couple weeks into moving, I was, like, woo, already got a date, already doing it, right? Um... They were from probably like 40, 50 miles away because where I live, you got to extend that radius real far to get a good pool. And so, you know, good conversation, like had a lot in common, had randomly like loved the same stand-up comedian and agreed to go to a show like two months in advance. And then obviously that didn't happen because it was a very bad first date. So it's fine. Um, But I don't know what he just like did not was not picking up what I was putting down. We were trying to set up this first date, first date, so I was like, okay, we're doing it on this day, we can do it wherever, and then I was like, oh, I, you know, I've got a lot of work, so I will just totally go right from work and I'll meet you there, 
And so I'm literally, I drive to this place. He decides to drive out to where I am as opposed to like trying to meet in the middle. And so I was like, okay, I've got a lot of work. I'm hung up at work, but you know, I'll be, I'll be fine. I can make it. We agreed on like a seven thirty, eight o'clock. Like it was not an early date by any means. And so then by the time I'm like, okay, I'm on my way about to get there. He's like, Oh, I thought you were going to text me like earlier when you could make it. I haven't left yet. And this is like from a place he's got to drive 45 minutes from. So I am <laughs> sitting in the parking lot of this place, which is like it's 45 minutes, 45 minutes Woo! sitting in the parking lot of this place. It's like a restaurant bar, but like a chain. So like not a cool spot at all. He picked it. I am not a fan of those chain restaurants. I'd rather just go someplace small, quiet, whatever. But I was like, all right, fine. So I sat on my phone in the parking lot for a bit and was like, okay, well, now I'm going to go into the bar. As LT mentioned previously, you get there early, you go to the bar. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so here's the deal. Is that I don't know the rest of the story, and I'm really excited about it, but I would have just been sitting in the bar and been like, bitch, <laughs> you already lost it. Because if I'm drunk when you get here, it's like my optimism for the your level of like... <laughs> getting in my pants goes down as I drink alone. <laughs> as I drink alone. I was like, as I drink more, my optimism for you getting in my pants generally goes up. Yeah. If you're there. The, the positive scale just goes down the way. <laughs> yeah. So I, knowing myself, I decided to hold out and sit in the parking lot in the car for a bit before I went into the bar and then I went into the bar. Now, this was a place known for its craft beer. So I sat down at the bar. I got myself a beer. Now, again, the reason why I delayed my entrance, I power trucked this per first beer. Like, just absolutely devoured it. Was like, okay, you gotta, you gotta rein it in. So got my second one. I'm sipping on it. I'm waiting. He's, like, updating me. Now, bless this poor man's heart. He, like, he called me. He left me a voicemail. He was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. So he was, like, trying to make it up to me. He was very upset that he messed this up. Who leaves voicemails anymore? I, that's a great question, but he did. He, that's how upset he was. He left a voicemail. Strike one. That's sweet, though. That is actually sweet, I'll be honest. Right? So that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to wait for this person to get here. So... And then, so not only did he, like, call me and all this stuff of, like, okay, I'm leaving. I probably, like, I'll be there. I'll be there in this much time. He called me, like, five minutes away and was, like, I will be there in five minutes. Like, he was ready to go. So I'm waiting there. I'm sitting at the bar. I'm now nursing this second drink. So by the time he gets there, <laughs> I'm about, he's about halfway. He's, he comes in. I'm about, like, halfway through this beer. So then we go sit down. We're, like, we get, we get menus, all that kind of stuff. He was significantly shorter than I, than I thought he was in his profile. He did not have one of those little modifiers that said, like, oh, I'm this tall. So I didn't know in advance. However, I'm, I'm a taller woman. I'm 5'9". So I'm not, like, the kind of person that's immediately like, oh, got to discount the short man. At least I haven't been normally. Usually, like, 5'7 is my limit. 5'7, 5'8, 5'9, I can give you a chance. I'd like a taller man, but we'll see. Depends on the profile. And... <laughs> But he was probably a solid, like, five six five seven. I was like, I don't know. The conversation is, like, fine, but it is not at all particularly interesting. He's, like, telling me about what he does, which is basically 
unemployed. He's like a mix between like trying to be a rapper, a hip hop artist. He's an author. He's telling me about how he has his book coming out in a couple months. And I'm like, but like, do you have a book coming out? Cause that doesn't sound like real life. So like that didn't sound real. And I was just kind of like, I don't know how to respond to this. Am I supposed to be like, oh yeah, I'll totally buy your book. Like what? I don't know. And then this is a super weird thing, but just like we sit down and he was immediately like, oh no, I'm not going to get a beer. And I was like, I'm already like about finished with my second beer. And you're saying you're not going to drink on this date. I was like hardcore turned off by that. And then he ordered spaghetti and meatballs of all things. What I kind was of like, I'm sorry. It wasn't, it was it wasn't not, Italian. It was not a teacher. It was just, a. it was like a, it's a chain. It's a BJ's. It's a, if you know what BJ's is, it's Spoiler, a, Spoiler, it was a BJ's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, okay? Like, do not ever go to a restaurant and order fucking spaghetti and meatballs. I was, like, immediately like, what I've, the fuck? I have definitely ordered spaghetti and meatballs at a restaurant. I have lost so much yeah, respect for you. Anyways, to sum it up. No, almost. I'm sorry, To sum it up, he ordered spaghetti and meatballs, and then it was just kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm not trying to date a child, so this is not going to happen. So when the check came... He just kind of looked at me all timid, like, and you know, you're like a strong man that immediately reached for the check, puts the credit card down. And I was just kind of, and it was like a little, like that awkward moment of like, uh, like what happens? And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know what? We'll split it. And then I almost saw something that was like in his, in his mind. He was like, wait, you had two beers or three beers or whatever. Are we splitting this? And I'm like, we're splitting it. It's fine. Like, we don't need to argue about that. I didn't say, this is all what was said. This was all in my head. Eye contact conversation. Yeah. It happens. It's real. Eye contact. Yep. Eye contact conversation. I was just like, nope, that's not going to happen. So the greatest part about it, like, you know, we walked out, we like hugged goodbye, whatever. And was like, oh, I'll text you, whatever. Neither of us texted each other. So clearly it was mutual. It's fine. It was not great. Yeah, and L-Dubs, I think that you bring up a great point. I think it's one of those things that, like, when you have a quote-unquote great date or maybe a terrible date or maybe just, like, an average date and you don't know if they're going to text you, where it's, like, if you don't have an inclination to text them and then maybe they don't text you back, like, that means that it's not meant to be. And I think that we always forget that, especially me. Like, I'm always just, like, well, what the fuck did I do wrong? But then it's like, well, it was not meant to be. Like, if I didn't have a thought to text him, then it's all cool. Um, which I think brings us to, like, actually upcoming episodes. Chelsea, right? Right. So next week we will be talking about our favorite dating apps and dating app-related stories, as well as trying something different. We are going to be telling y'all some cautionary tales. So that'll be either really fun or horrible. We'll find out. And if you somehow liked this podcast, feel free to tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter at Stupid Single Pod. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, you know, other places, wherever they are. Feel free to send us your worst date stories to stupidsinglepodcast at gmail.com. And we will be doing a follow-up episode of us reading our favorite submissions, which sounds like it's going to be super fun. <laughs> hey, l how single are we? Oh, we're stupid single.